This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Lyric, and Tyler Hewitt as Alto. My report completed its addendum to the past and we're returning to the current timeline. Seconds earlier, Valentine attempted to negotiate with an orc. Lyric strapped in and held on tight, and Alto sacrificed his mind impulse unit to save the ship. Can Alto survive when it blows up inside his head? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. A note from the instruction manual of the MC-83 Mind Impulse Unit. Warning. Overuse of the mind impulse unit can possibly lead to such complications as pain. It was later noticed that a very small asterisk led to a few more complications, some of which were rather deadly. A note from the manifest of Reina Fontnot. Yeah, it's so strange. I mean, it should have been so hard uh, to get this many mind impulse units, but for some reason, it was like the company just left them out. I mean, maybe there's something wrong with them, but honestly, our clients aren't going to know, am I right? Oh, this is going to be a real easy mission. I'm just so bummed we have to stop at that stupid fucking planet en route. (laughs) Oh, well, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Valentine's notes during travel. Well, I have to admit, I'm not sure about Lyric. I don't think she's tremendously useful, but she is good at keeping her brother in line, and I believe he might be the last hope the Emperor has. As long as Alto survives, we can do what needs to be done. Running log from Acrisius. <laughs> oh my god, I almost felt myself lose it there for a second. But uh, Alto, well, he I don't know what he did. The kid's some kind of... Alto? Alto? Alto, oh my god, someone... Emperor's name, someone help the kid! So what's the worst that could happen? Faulty mind impulse units being shipped to a bunch of nobles on a planet no one has heard about or has cared about that was wiped out by chaos about 13 years ago. Except that some of those units didn't make it to that planet. One of those units was gifted to a very gifted young man. So the answer to the question, what's the worst thing that could happen, is this, as the back of Alto's head blows off in a shower of brain and flesh and blood, uh... Blood gushes uh, from his tear ducts, his nose, his ears, his mouth, as his body uh, just lurches forward, slams off of the control panel, and falls sideways out of his chair, only to be suspended by the wires still plugged into his faulty unit, which is currently sparking and smoking off the side of his head. The entire, as the air rushes in from outside the cockpit, Uh, You hear all of the systems beginning to come on. And, Valentine, from where you're sitting, 
you could swear you almost saw just the ghost of a smile uh, on Alto's face uh, before the uh, muscles around his mouth began spasming too much um, with with foam and blood for you to properly see uh, what expression it was. Uh, His body is currently hanging sideways off of the chair suspended by the cables uh, as it continues to uh, convulse and twitch. Tyler, you'd mentioned you had some ideas of what you might look like right now. What do you got? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you nailed a lot of it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I would say, uh, Alto's eyes, uh, start to flicker, uh, but not like the way you usually interpret flickering as like eyelids fluttering. Uh, his eyelids are not moving, but there is light, uh, coming through his eyes as there is a small fire, uh, in the back of his head. Uh, and so the oh. light is coming through almost like a projector lens. Uh, which is entirely true um, until his left eye bursts, uh, splattering uh, the monitors in front of him uh, with uh, a no longer flickering goo. Um, Lyric, you see all of this um, from the ladder you've descended. Uh, you've just managed to dodge um, a, a storm boy on his way out. Uh, and admittedly, you had a moment of tremendous triumph um, before all of this uh, came crashing down. Uh, your worst nightmare just came true. What do you do? Uh, I, I like, I, sh- I just like am like shrieking, like, like just in agony as I, as I run, as I, I rush to him, and like hold him in my arms and like. I, I'm literally looking for a way to to repair this because I have no it's like scooping up the pieces. I am beside myself. Like yeah. I think in the co-pilot seat, Valentine is frantically trying to take a stick and pull out of a dive, and he's like, Holdren, I could really use your help keeping us in the air. Lyric, unplug his brain from the machine that made it explode, please. No! <clears throat> All right. So, um, Laura, from you, I am going to please need a Medicaid check. Um, that's Medicaid and intellect. Um, Great. Fuck. My strength. Yeah. Uh, look, this is a no one's strength scenario. Actually, you know what? Alto would be it's great at just this. just scooping. <laughs> <laughs> Any idiot it's can do fine. it. Agility? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's go with uh, <laughs> mealy light, and yeah, has, let's go with skullduggery because you're digging like, into his skull. Streetwise, because she's had to scrape brains stealth. off the street before. Yeah, cool. All of these or, are fun um, things you can coordination. Roll. Okay, great. You can roll anyone. Actually, you can totally roll those. Um, and then I need you to pick a funeral package uh, because none of those are going to keep this man alive. So roll whichever one of those you want, champ. It's your party. Um, All right, at zero difficulty. It is not at zero difficulty. It's um, great. No, three successes, two advantages. He lives. It's great. Right. You did. All right. Well, uh, that's been the Valentine heresy, everyone. Uh, it turns out he was the emperor the whole time. <laughs> we did okay, it. Okay, Laura, no more I'm jokes. I want to know what the fuck happens. <laughs> yep. Um, you've got I a diffi- don't want it to happen. You've got a difficulty of three. Uh, I'm going to give you two setback because you're panicked about your brother being dead. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll give you one boost because you've seen combat injuries before, um, largely because you've caused them. So you can kind of tell what's a killing blow and what's not. You just never thought you'd be looking for the opposite. Normally, you're just looking for proof of death. Um, 
Now, keep in mind, this isn't to do anything. This is just for you to assess what's happening right now. Yeah. Um, Valentine, from you, I'm going to need a pilot check. Uh, so I think we're going to go with... Driving? Driving, yeah. Um, I'm going to give you... Uh, it's a difficulty of two. Um, I'm going to give you a boost for um, Acri being um, still on board running it. I'm going to give you an additional boost for um, also having kickstarted the system. Again, this is meant to be flown by um, an arbitrator, so it's not like like you're not fire like flying like a, a jet fighter. You're flying like a bus. Like this is a yeah. minivan, so it's not it's the, the Hummer of the skies. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like it, it's meant to be pretty pretty hardy and hail. Um, yeah, so that'll be that for you. Also, given that we're no longer in the past, we are going to be sticking with the story points you previously had, which is four for me. And zero for dead people. Um, but in order to uh, start freeing those up, um, Ryan, I'm going to up your difficulty by one just because there's still um, orc bolter fire raining on the ship. Um, so I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade uh, one of your purple dice to a red. Okay, great. Um, but that does mean that after this check, there will be uh, one available to you. Great. He's doing us a favor. Oh my God, this is very strange, Tom. This die roll. I have six advantage, but one despair. <laughs> well, I, yep. I got right. one success and two advantage. Okay, all right. Um, so um, we'll deal with yours in a moment, Ryan. Um, Lyric, uh, looking at um, Alto... Uh, he is is mortally injured. Like he's not dead, but he is well on the way. And you can see uh, the soft gray of his brain. Uh, and unfortunately, you can smell it uh, because the, the fire coming off of the uh, the back of the, the machinery is definitely singeing uh, the back of the old gray matter. Um, Haldren is clawing his way up from the back of the ship. If you'll recall, uh, he was pinned back there with what he was trying to use to close the um, the broken viewport. You still have air rushing in, uh, and you're still under assault by the ace orc uh, fighter in the red ship. So <clears throat> um, you can tell that there's a fire burning um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in the back of his head, um, rolling in the deep and such. Um, it's up to you whether you want to unplug him or keep him plugged in. Based on your the role you just did, uh, I would say that um, these don't look like life-saving technical pieces. So yeah. basically, what I guess Lyric has to decide is, is there a way his brain could be mystically salvaged through machines that you're just not yeah. aware of? Or should you unplug him so the fire stops? Either one could kill him. Either one could save him. No pressure. What do you do? I I I yell. <laughs> I think I yell to Haldrin, which is just like Haldrin gotta save his brain. He's Haldrin, like, anything? Yep, you do. Um, so he's clawing his way up. Um, but again, Laura, this is this isn't no, a wait until help comes. This is a you decision. decision. You're I gonna fucking make, have to. I can't no decision. amount of joking would buy you time. I gave you a whole two episodes of flashback to decide what you wanted to do. Okay, do fire's this. definitely going to kill him and unplugging him might. So, uh, I'll, I don't, fuck, I, don't, I gotta stop the fire. You tear the cables out of the back of his head and immediately the flickering in his remaining eye 
goes out. Um, his body um, falls um, limply and, and um, with a with a heavy metal thunk, um, just because of the the mechadendrite on his uh, on his shoulder. But um, I plug it, it back in. No, <laughs> plug it back in. I don't okay. think he meant the light of life goes out. I think I she surely meant... did not. But she plugs oh. it back in. Um, <laughs> I thought you meant the light of life. <laughs> Not the actual, uh, <laughs> the light of the fire. If it's the light of the fire, then fuck, I'll keep it out. I don't think Lyric knows the distinction at all, so you plug him back in. Um, Ryan, you were wondering about that despair? Yeah. Um, you plug him back in, uh, and um, there is a massive electrical shock uh, that blasts you, Lyric, uh, against a wall. Uh, you're going to take, um, where's my dice at? Oh, shit. I'm going to die here. You know, it's like when you drop a phone in water and you're like, oh, no. And like conventional wisdom says you should just put it in rice and not try and turn it back on. You just turned it back on. Uh, you're going to take <laughs> sorry, um, Tyler. <laughs> uh, seven points of strain uh, as you're blasted against um, a wall. Um, and by doing so, you short out the ship. Um, so Alto's tremendous sacrifice, it would seem, is for naught as, uh, the power dies to the ship. Now, Valentine, you've got a bunch of advantage, um, but you also had a despair that just did this, mixed with Laura's incredible decision. So, (laughs) given the amount of advantage you have, I'm going to let you take a quick free action as this happens. Like it, it'll electrifies your hair stands on end. Um, but given your cybernetics and your experience with this, you have a hot second to turn this on. I will also point out Haldron is on his way, but unfortunately all this stuff is happening really fucking fast. Tom, how fast until we hit the water or the ground? Um, given that you started to write the ship, um, and you were, you were like, Sailing the part of the problem is that you were sailing um, vertically alongside the, the cliff face. Yes. So as soon as the engines died, it wasn't like a we'll glide down. It was like the entire thing began to, to tilt. So basically you have like one full barrel roll before you hit the, the water in the cliff. So you do have a moment or two. Great. Uh, Tom, I know our we had three orcs come in through the window mm-hmm. and two were murdered and flew out the back. But the third crashed and landed on the ship. How's his rocket looking? Um, it's uh, it, it's um, sputtering, uh, but could possibly be be jumped if needed. Great. Valentine would, I think, in that instant, look at this situation and acknowledge that it is a complete and absolute disaster. Uh, he would strap that rocket on, try to grab Lyric, and just blast out the back <gasps> of the ship through the door, like just take off uh, and survive the crash. Okay. Um, interesting. Uh, Lyric, I'm going to need you to roll me a survival check. You've just been shocked by um, uh, plugging in the shorting out system. So you're stunned. You're, 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 you've just been like, uh, I don't right. know if you've ever had the exquisite horror of being vaguely electrocuted or seriously electrocuted. It fucks you right up. Um, so this is a survival check to see if you are able to come to consciousness enough bit, yeah. to fight back against him just grabbing you and going. 
I will also say the back of the ship is closed right now. So this is going to be a rough, a rough exit vector. But um, oh well, then he'll go out the whatever the he'll hit the, either the door open button or he'll fly out the fucking okay, windshield. Okay, I'll, I'll take broken. I'll take back door <laughs> door open window. It makes less sense for you to try and fly out front. That's just a classic like oh here's the jet engine we're dead. Um. <laughs> I I think this is a situation of me not really being aware of what's going on around me and literally just kind of reaching for alto. I, I agree. This like, is literally to see like just, the survival check is, is to this see is if a you panic. can shake. Like yep. I don't. This is this is a um, if a ship is going down and water's filling the thing and there's someone pinned. This is you just getting yeah. enough of your bearings to be like, no. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What is um um what difficulty is this going to be? Um, Ryan, what what is your what is your cool? Or sorry, what's your um? Hmm, no, sorry, that doesn't work. Do you want to use melee light as like an unarmed kind of grab thing? No, I'm basically, I'm just trying to set a difficulty. So I'm just trying to come up with a number for this. Um, My agility's three. Oh, uh, my cunning is four. No, it's okay. I'm good. Um, Laura, I think this might actually be a resilience, not a survival. Because you're not trying to stay awake. You're trying to fight through something to accomplish something. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be resilience. Um, I'm going to say difficulty four. Okay. I'm going to bump one of those to a red. That makes sense. Uh, you do, however, have one point available to you. And I'm going to use it. Great. So upgrade one of your remaining dice. Um, I'm going to say definitely setback from being fucking electrocuted. Um, and... Uh, Laura, I'm also going to give you a setback for um, uh, frustration. Um, knowing both you and uh, my dear sweet buddy Russ, who is similarly te- uh, of a similar temperament to you, it's like when you're like, uh, fuck, I got to make a snap decision. Oh, I think I did the wrong one. Like, there's part of your brain that's just like, fuck, I shouldn't have plugged him back in. And that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's... Going, going wild. Um, yeah. I will, however, give you one boost um, for your latent psyker abilities... Um, just gently padding that because I, I feel like uh, in desperate, like mom trying to save her kid from under a pinned car situation, like all of your abilities will kick in as, yeah, as much gotcha. as they can. Um, cool. That's it for me. I so think rolling <laughs> kind of done what I could. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> One triumph, one failure, and one despair. Ooh. Apparently triumphs and despairs don't cancel out? They should. I mean, that's... You're on the website, right? Like, you're just using the dice rolling app. It's not possible to have a triumph and a despair simultaneously. So what was the thing left in between, Laura? Failure. There you go. Hey, this is Nero Abagnale from uh, 
Warhammer 40,000 The Valentine Heresy. And look, if you want to help support us in pulling back the curtain on uh, some of the mysteries of the galaxy, like, uh, you know, figuring out what all this Horus stuff means or uh, finding these uh, these uh, new men, well, we're going to need your help. So for just the cost of a dollar a month, you can join our, our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And yeah, for just that, you can talk to other fans in the Discord, swap theories about uh, the nature of the Golden Throne, uh, about, you know, what really happened back in the day you can really get to the heart of things or you know at five dollars you can listen to this very show ad free uh, as well as some of our other shows uh at fifteen dollars you can add some names to the shows you can hear your own uh you know names showing up and stuff and at twenty five dollars you can create your very own character who will go with us on some of our adventures as well as uh, getting your name added to the credits which is a good way to immortalize yourself you know like like horace did when he got his name added to the credits of history you know so uh if you want to be like horace go to uh patreon.com slash dumdumdice it's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E, and, you know, we'll figure this out together. Okay. Uh-oh. Do you hear that? It's a devil's bargain. Um, Fuck! Laura, you failed. Um, Valentine <laughs> wait, is... What? Can't you say Lyric, Dang, you, you failed? Dang, you use your name like <laughs> that, dog? No, Why would it keep up laying with this? <laughs> Look, guys... I gotta tell you, you named both of your characters song-related things. It's very fucking hard to keep straight in my head. So next time, be like, Zabrazabraz and Kevin, and I'll have it. I won't need your real names. But when you're Lyric and Alto, I'm like, you're all saxophone and music related. I don't fucking know. So yeah, Lyric, I changed my, I changed you my failed. name on Zoom to Lyric. Doesn't matter. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the stats in front of me. Lyric. You failed. Laura is great and has never failed, but Lyric, you've done fucked up. Um, So basically, um, Valentine, as it stands, is going to grab you and pull um, as he makes his his jump out the back. Um, Now, you are an entirely untrained psyker. And in the world of 40K, that is a very fucking dangerous thing. As much as we talk about, like, the space fascists, and to be clear, they are space fascists. Um, there is uh, one of the dangers of the way psycho powers work in, in Warhammer and how the forces of chaos work is they're just kind of all around forever. And when you tap psycho powers, you're like playing in their backyard. And the hope is that they don't notice you're in their backyard. But if they do, really bad things can happen. Um, so given that you're completely untrained, and have no defenses against this and really don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, I'm going to offer you corruption by fully embracing the powers of chaos that you can reach with your psycher abilities to stay on board this ship with Alto. However, I'm going to have to open the corruption chapter and some weird shit's going to happen. Also, even though you're not really from an Imperial planet, this kind of heretical stuff usually gets you a bullet to the skull. What do you do? Um, man, Alto is kind of her only reason for living. So she's kind of got to do whatever she can if there's, if she thinks there's any chance to Which be clear, uh, to be clear, 
this is still only a chance. This won't guarantee you a win. It just gives you the opportunity to try again. His brain's gone. The plane has no power. And you hit the ground in about 15, 20 That seconds. said, I still, I respect the choice. I think it makes sense with the character. I just, just I, 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 Lyric, I, she's going to do anything for him. <laughs> so, um, uh, corruption. <laughs> yeah, corruption. Um, Valentine, <laughs> um, how did this happen? you um, grab uh, Lyric. Um, and just like pound the back of the, the jetpack, you see Haldren's, uh, like one remaining mortal eye kind of go wide as he realizes what's about to happen. Um, and, um, as, uh, you, you go to like kick off, um, uh, suddenly, um, you just feel, um, uh, pain spike across your body. Um, as uh, uh, small, sharp bone pieces stab into you. Um, and looking at the, the person in your arms, uh, Lyric's eyes have gone black um, and small bony spikes begin to burst um, from her skull, her arms, her legs. She begins to like literally almost um, crunch in on herself. Uh, and you see the taint of chaos upon her. Um, I need you to roll me a resilience check to see if you're able to act any other way than just flying out the back of the ship. Um, this is going to be a difficulty of four because you were already mid action. This is like a, like literally. Um, yes. Ryan. I don't need the roll. He'd let her go. Okay. I was more so asking, do you want to roll this to see if you can shoot her before you go? Was really what I was. Oh, damn. Yeah, no, he'd be he'd be legally and religiously required to do I'm that. I'm trying right to give you, you the Inquisitor's touch here. Oh, yeah. All right. What do you got for me, baby? Uh, all right. Difficulty four. Um, I'm going to give you two setback for be just being stabbed a bunch. And That's reasonable. I'll give you the wounds in a minute. Also, you didn't have your field up because why would you? In this particular, you fired it up when the orcs attacked, but how long does it stay up? Does it just stay oh, up indefinitely? It's, it's up until it's turned off again. Does it defend against melee as well? Uh, Wait, it just it, makes it harder for you to get hit. Uh, this, I think we would say for fluff reasons, she's already inside the field. Uh, I was going to say, we also myself. described it a bit as the dune thing. And because this was literally like you're holding yeah, yeah, something yeah. to your no, body no, no, and in. something I spikes. Pull her in. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Great. Um, <clears throat> okay, so two for that. Um, I'm going to give you one boost. Um, for, since you realized that she was, um, I forget what your official term is, but an un, an unidentified, untrained psyker, um, you've yeah, been, she's a rogue psyker. This is ready really to maybe do this forever. So you get one boost for not being caught. Like, it's not like it's Alto suddenly being like, all hail corn, blood for the blood god. <laughs> um, you're like, oh shit, that guy. It's like, oh no, the one who could did. Um, <laughs> Cool. Um, Tom. Yes, sir. Uh, this might be a good circumstance for tempered will, which is where I can remove one black die inflicted by injuries, disorientation, or fear. Yes, absolutely. So there'll still be one, but yep. not two. Um, I was going to give you one for the airflow, but at this range, I don't think it would matter because this this is this isn't elegant. This is like, oh, pa pa pa. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So uh, keep in mind, this isn't a role to determine if you do it. It's a de- role to determine if you can, and then you can make the determination based on Valentine's. Fair enough. Stuff. God, Tyler, I'm so sorry. Uh, Tyler, I think you muted there, bud. I'm not. Tom, I, got, I just spoke too softly. No. <laughs> but it carries Tom, a big s- stick. No problem. Two success, <laughs> three threat. Okay. Um, you can do it. Great. Uh, so I'm now looking at a black-eyed, essentially, demon host growing bone spurs. Um, <laughs> you're not sure. She isn't, like, spouting chaos rhetoric. Um, you're not sure whether this is just, like, admittedly, and this is the big dirty secret of the Imperium, chaos is literally chaos. So there's no, like, manual of, like, ah, possession. But she definitely, like, <laughs> there's only one way someone does this, and it's that. Um, now, she's not spewing, like, you know, exorcist shit, but... Uh, nope, nope. These are the rules. He is the Inquisition. But you're also a rogue Inquisitor on a heretical mission to save the Emperor. So the one piece I want to include for you in your thinking here, and don't metagame this, but just for Valentine, is a chaos-touched psyker worth bringing along to try and end this conspiracy? Or is she maybe worse than the conspiracy? We're going to crash on the orc side of conflict, right? Uh, you, honestly, the everyone's up top. You're you're flying along the cliffs in the water. You're on no one's side of the conflict right now. Uh, he'll see how it plays out. He doesn't have any friends here, so he'll leave her, but he won't shoot her. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, she wasn't in the vision of people who killed the emperor. <laughs> that, that's his uh, guiding light. Uh, Admittedly, you could only make out one person in that vision, so fingies crossed. Um, and with that uh, most notorious grimdark sentiment, um, Inquisitor Valentine, um, you pull yourself loose, lowering the pistol with, I think, a look in your eyes of like, know that I left you alive, but her eyes are, are purely on um, Alto as she begins to claw with her arms her way across the deck. Um, and you let go, uh, for a moment, um, you are, are weightless. You begin to free fall. Uh, as you do so, you see Haldren throw up his hands and just say, take me with you. Do you attempt to grab him as you fly by? Yes. Yes, I will try. All right, bud. Uh, let me see. But I will be clear in a way that would not be clear for Haldren, but it's very much in Valentine's head. This motherfucker's too heavy. He's dropping them. <laughs> Understood. Nice thing about orcs is uh, they don't tend to underpower their rockets they strap to backs. Um, all right. I'm going to need a coordination check from you um, because he's very helpfully reaching out with all of his limbs, um, but he's made of metal and none of them are good to grab. Most of them are impaley. Yep. Um, so I'll say you can easily dodge the impaley ones, but it might prevent you from actually grabbing him. So uh, definitely um, setback for trying to dodge the impaley ones. Uh, an additional setback for bleeding. Um, also, please take um, uh, three wounds from the um, uh, the spikes. 
Great. My um, soak is three, so they clinked off my breastplate unless you want to get past armor. Uh, no, we let it get past the field, but I'll say they, they can clink off the armor. That's that's fair. Yeah, cool. You're bruised from them kind of pressing into you, and, and we'll say like lightly bloodied, but it's more so just like a, a light piercing, not a, a, an impaling. Superficial wounds. Indeed. Um, it's going to be a difficulty of three. Alrighty, and I will use, uh, do we have a story point? Uh, you do. We are currently sitting at, I believe, two and two. Then I will use it, because Valentine yep. would need to save as much as he could of his team. Uh, I believe that's a driving value for him in a weird way that would not be apparent to anyone else. I mean, you didn't shoot the heretic, so yes, clearly. The end result is one threat. Um, you... Uh, do exactly what you described in a way that's like not clear to him, but is clear to you. Uh, but unfortunately, it's very clear to him um, as you you burn by, and um, uh, as he reaches out, um, you you're running the math on whether or not you can lift that much metal. And unfortunately, in that moment, he literally sees you zip by doing the math and is fully aware that you could have saved him and didn't. Um, in the immortal words of Telltale Games. Haldron Blackhand will remember this. Um, and uh, you rocket out uh, the back of the ship. Um, you suddenly find yourself um, uh, with an orcish rocket that's sputtering on your back, um, sort of blasting back out. Um, you see the uh, the other fighter ace uh, opening fire on the ship um, as it continues to kind of like spiral towards the ground. Um, are you going to try and go for the Top of the cliff or the shore? If I'm sputtering, probably shore. Slowing myself going down seems way better than gambling on making the way up. Fair enough. Um, so it's going to take you longer to to get back up there, and you'll likely need to make some rolls, but uh, it is a safer uh, landing vector. Um, so um, what, uh, what song to the Emperor do you sing as you... Um, uh, spread your way down. I'm going to give you a minute to think about this because I'm going to cut to them. Uh, but give, give that a think because uh, I feel like with everything that just happened, you're going to need a feel-good song to keep keep those imperial <laughs> spirits up. Um, uh, inside the cockpit, um, uh, Haldren is clawing his way back up. Um, I'm like, I can't believe that son of a bitch just flew off and left us. I'm like, Oh no! Um, and uh, he watches as um, the uh, the creature, once known as Lyric, uh, turns with her black eyes uh, toward him, and slowly, with many pointed teeth that have erupted uh, from her gums, smiles. And he realizes that maybe, just maybe, he would have been better off in that stasis pod. Meanwhile, deep in the machine, Acri, still observing everything, feels the ship going, feels just the, the energy that's been running, that's allowed him to run, slowly fading, uh, as he sees the, the shoreline come up. And uh, his last thought uh, before the vehicle hits the ground is... Honestly, in a galaxy where people like that kid can't survive, probably not worth sticking around. 
And Valentine, over your shoulder as you sing your song, the ship erupts in a massive fireball. What do you sing as you plunge to the shore? <laughs> sacrifice is a prayer to the emperor. Sacrifice, it's what you've got to do. Sacrifice. <laughs> Other people save the throne for me and you. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a great day. Thank you, thank you, great. And that's when the rocket pack dies and you fall the remaining 10 meters to the ground. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric, and our Game Master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madam Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira? Beth? What the fuck? Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth, he's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! (laughs) Kira! I can still see him! Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye!
Legends presents.